Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another podcast episode. This is episode six, six, six. And I'm happy to announce that I have my first guest speaker on this podcast. His name is Lawrence Washington Jr. He was the speaker of the Man on a Mission Virtual Summit. And last year, he was one of the lucky, lucky and luxurious, lovely speakers in that um, summit. And I'm happy to get him on board again with being one of the guest speakers for my Mission Mementos podcast episode. Thank you, Lawrence, for tuning in today. Appreciate it, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited for what it is that we are about to, to create together, the value that we are about to just share with your audience. I'm just thankful for the opportunity. All right. All right, man. So um, first things first is, can you give the audience a little bit about background about yourself, where you're from, who you are all about? I am. I am. I am a father and a husband to one one beautiful wife, Latoya Washington. We both we have six children, five girls and one boy. Yes. All by one woman. <laughs> <laughs> and my boy is the youngest. So that that explains why we have six children because I am so uh, determined. I am one determined individual, put it like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, tell a little bit of people where you, I mean, I know you have a little background. You got to give us a little bit more. Like, come on now, where are you from? Like, I know y'all went from Michigan to Arizona. Like, I want to tell your story, but you know, you got, you got to spice up with the audience. Like, what? I got what? you. I, I, uh, we moved here to Arizona from Flint, Michigan mm-hmm. about three years ago. We, we uh, started over from scratch. We started mm-hmm. over from, from scratch. I, I left my full-time job. My wife left her full-time job. We, we are renting out our house right now in Michigan. And we just decided to sell and give everything away. And we started over three years ago with a big family. Yeah, with mm-hmm. six children. So we came down here with two vehicles and a lot of clothes. And we started over. So three years later, we're here. And I am more so grateful and even more excited for what God is doing for us right now as far as moving into the world and operating in the world of entrepreneurship. Um, I was born and raised on the south side of Chicago um, and and Flint, Michigan, because I moved to Flint, Michigan when I was 18 years old and I lived there for 12 years and I'm here in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Were you there during the time when the Flint water situation happened or you got out? Yes, we, we, we are Flint water crisis survivors. My son, he was the only child that became really close to reaching the danger, the danger zone as far as the, the uh, lead levels. Thank God, you know, he, uh, 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 he didn't reach it, but yeah, we, we survived it. We overcame it. And I'm forever grateful. Okay, okay. Now, just to give the um, entrepreneurs and the viewers uh, background about my podcast is that the reason why I selected Lawrence is because this podcast is about um, individuals' entrepreneur journey. So we discuss more about the journey, about their struggles, about how their adversities and how they keep on going and go all in and what their whys are and stuff like that. So before we uh, get more juicy in with the topics and the questions, what is your 2021 
word. Like mine isn't being intentional. So what would yours be for 2021? My word for 2021 is wealth. Mm. Well, why is I, that? I specifically want my bank account to match my household. My household is rich. We are rich, full of love. My marriage mm. is rich. I want my bank account to match my marriage. <laughs> well so said. Well, well said. Yeah. <laughs> so where did you start your entrepreneurial journey? What you would say? I, I started my journey back in Flint, Michigan. Mm. You know, God, God spoke to me and told me that he, he wanted me to pursue entrepreneurship. So the first thing that he told me to focus on was, was personal development, like really investing into my personal growth and development. So, so I spent years before I even started my actual business on paper, I spent years of just developing my leadership skills, developing my listening skills, my communication skills, and just like pouring everything that I've learned back into my household, back into my family, as far as enhancing my relationship with my wife and my children. So that's when my journey started. And my, my main focus was building me up so that my business would, would prosper. Okay. I love the fact that you said that because, you know, you know, that's what I did. I worked on mindset, coaching, um, active listening. Um, I learned some of several this from reading, but having that accountability from other individuals um, really got me to the next level. I mean, me and you first met through an actual community, a private community in coaching. So this is how we actually branched out. So I encourage everybody that's listening to this podcast that there's power in collaboration. I have, we have known each other for almost a year and we have not missed the beat, not missed the beat. He, I learned from, uh, he, I learned from him on relationships and everything because I do intend on being someday married. I believe in marriage and he's my go-to person. Like, yo, just like, it's not working for me. And, you know, he has to basically just give me some wisdom about when God receives for you to have your king, he will. But in the meantime, you know, I just continue on going flourishing in what I can do at, in my life at this point in time. And then I give him some words of encouragement when, you know, you know, his mindset, you know, he needs a good clientele. He needs to be well. I mean, I saw it like he really, y'all need to go check him out. We'll give details at the end of this podcast, but literally um how he got his girls involved and went to the dinner like I saw this video with him and they went to the dentist and was selling their what lip gloss lip gloss glossy yeah <laughs> yeah so him he, he he'll, he's really the true definition of a father that's coming up with ge um generational wealth and you know now his wife is tag teaming with them and being a dynamic duo so literally like at the end well this podcast and this interview you know he, Lawrence is gonna drop how you can follow him how you get contact with him and definitely stay you know engaged and everything so thank you for that um topic and you know your intentional word wealth Ooh. Got some talking to do, man, afterwards. Uh, so where did you know? How do you keep your talents aligned with your mission as an entrepreneur? Um, uh, simply by creating products mm. and motivating my family to step out into being entrepreneurs as well. 
Mm. So I have a talent to motivate people. Like that's one of my gifts. Like I can encourage you to, to do anything. So, so I use that to direct it to within my household, uh, uh, which is why you see my children creating a product, which is why you see my, my wife finally stepping out and, and becoming an author. And I also use my, my talent of, of uh, writing poetry. Mm. I've been a spoken word artist for like 10, 10 years of just doing poetry on stage and in and, and, uh, different ministries and at prisons and things like that. So, so I created a, a product, which is a book, right? Um, so I use my talents to create a book because, because my focus is wealth this year. And I also use it, my talents to teach, to explain things, to help people understand the deeper meaning of, of certain things. I, I use that talent to line up with my goal by creating a masterclass. So, yeah. Mm. I like that. I like that. The reason why I asked this question is because the book that I read um, by Elena Cardon, she talks about when you're building your empire, everybody has to be on the same page. So I really encourage everybody that's an entrepreneur that if you are building your mission, you got family involved, everybody has to be on the same page. Like when y'all discussing money, I encourage, I don't know if you do this already, but literally when you're talking about money, especially when it comes to business, get your kids sometimes involved so they can understand how things are functioning and working and they can stop thinking money as just a tool or just as a little, just paper and actually utilize it as bring in generational wealth. So um, literally you should, I highly recommend you read that book, um, How to Build an Empire by Elena Cardon. She really is the capitalization of what it is to bring wealth in. If you want to build an empire and you got family involved, you got to basically get them on the same page. Everybody can't, you can't be having one family there, one family there. I learned this, um, Eric Thomas, you know, said it in the master class, mastermind right. a little bit too. Um, when we was, um, it, mastermind, um, call that we was in with him and stuff like that. So we really need to make sure that nobody is veering off. Everybody's doing the segregation. That's one thing that I was, you know, you know, a lot was unaligned with for so long with, you know, relationships, um, familial relationships and stuff like that and now I'm in a process now I'm in a point in my life where anybody that's aligned with my life whether it's friends whether it's family whether it's uh, new acquaintances if they're not aligned with my mission they don't support my mission they will be loved from a distance and it's that's how serious I am about my business you know I'm, my mental health is really important for my business to go flourish and I can't have any outsiders putting me down letting me back and this is why I strive to continue on going forward and making sure that my mission is aligned. And I thank you for letting me know which, what keeps you aligned. So. That's perfect. Yeah. Name a time when you had to face adversity that made you contemplate going further in your entrepreneurial career. Let's see. 20, 2017, I lost my mom. My mom mm -hmm. died. Mm. So I I struggle with with um, moving forward. I struggle. I struggle with just giving up on life. Period. You know. So uh, that was the time that really made me dig deep and really fight to to overcome the the grief and the hurt and the pain 
of losing such a special woman, woman that has been a blessing in my life, which is my mom. And, and then that, that just trickled down to 2017, 2018 of me really struggling with depression and dealing with suicidal thoughts and dealing with just giving everything up, like, you know, dealing with thoughts of like, why am I even pursuing entrepreneurship? You know, why am I even trying so hard to invest into this leadership development program that 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 is seven months long? Like, mm. you know, just for me dealing with depression, uh, suicidal thoughts, like that was my biggest moment. And I'm glad that by the grace of God, I've been able, able to overcome it and, and still grieve in a healthy way. Mm. I, I commend you for telling your story once again. When I first heard his story and when I interviewed him at the Man in the Mission um, virtual summit, it really, like I said, oh, we got to talk. We got to end. We got to continue on going because the reason why I would draw me with him, not just on a spiritual end, but also on the fact that mental health is both one key factor that we both dealt with. I've dealt with depression. I've dealt with suicide. And we continue on enlightening each other and empowering each other that it's okay not to be okay, but seek the help. You know, um, I remember a vice you was talking about in the Man in Mission virtual summit um, that it discussed about, you know, it doesn't matter if you have a spiritual coach or if you um, have a actual mental health, you know, I think you recommended and advised like get both, you know, um, because you know what the mental health specialist is lacking, the spiritual will make up and then what the spiritual person is lacking, the mental person will help up. So um, literally I commit any man that, you know, especially from an African-American standpoint that stands up and says and openly say they're depressed and they've been suicidal instead of holding it up because, you know, this male bravado got to stop. And um, I, that's why me and Lawrence is so we're on a movement with that. And we definitely want to collaborate and advance on that platform. Male bravado of, oh, it's not it's not OK to cry. You got to toughen it up. No, that's the past from the past. You know, you can't keep things bottled up because honestly, you'll be a ticking time bomb and nobody wants to be around somebody that they have to tiptoe around and walking on eggshells, making sure that they don't, um, you know, veer that person off into a, you know, a, a bomb explosion and you running right into it and you have no way to react to it or you're scared to react to it. So um, thank exactly. you. Thank you, honestly, for that. And so so um, before we start wrapping this up, this is the question I got for you. What advice would you give to an entrepreneur that is starting out? My advice is this. Simply fall in love with your own personal growth and development. Mm. I, fell in, I fell in love with my own personal growth and development back in grade school when I struggled with stuttering. I stuttered really bad, but I had a passion to, to, to encourage and motivate people. And I developed a, a, a strong desire to grow and develop. So I knew that if I did things that was uncomfortable, that it would force me to grow and to develop. So if you really like fall in love with just your own personal growth and development, that that will cause you to take the necessary actions that you need to take. That would cause you to get over hesitating to start 
and that will cause you to start because by you starting on the other side of you starting in the process, you will become a better version of yourself. And if that excites you, get started. Mm, I love that you said that. And to add on, what what advice, what tips would, what would it be like three tips that you would give to, for personal growth? Like what they, what, what action, plan of action would you consider them doing? Like reading, um, networking, what, 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 would plan of, what plan of action would you consider for them to do? So sorry. first things first is create your environment. Mm. Create your environment by intentionally uh, connecting with people to hold you accountable to fulfilling your purpose. Mm. People that's always talking about purpose, those, those are the people that I gravitate to intentionally. Mm. That's the first thing. Second thing is get you a coach, get you a mentor, connect with the mentor, someone who's already been where you're trying to go. And the third thing is, is, is repeat the whole process all over again. Real talk. Um, I definitely like that factor, um, getting the coach and getting the mentor. Um, your coach honestly don't have to be big name. Um, me and you are both coaches and I want to definitely enlighten people that sometimes people want this quick validation. They want to basically get connected with coaches that are yes, 10, 20 years in the game. But if you are starting off as an entrepreneur, definitely read a book because that's the most cheapest version of any type of coach in a mentor. But when you are ready to level up, you need accountability. You need to have a coach and the coach a coach expertise is, yes, there's a lot of coaches that have been, you can be burned by. I've been burned by, you probably experienced some stuff or just what you just wasn't overall good fit. But I encourage you guys all to definitely seek out coaches and don't necessarily go with a coach that's been, that's 10 to hundred K because one, you're not going to all, all the time be necessary next to that person. You, one, if you would like, if I want to get connected to Eric Thomas, Tony Robbins, Lisa Nichols, I'm going to have to drop that bread. Like I'm talking about a hundred thousand. Grant Cardone, I think just for, for 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 actual one-on-one session is 100k kid kid you not and stuff like that compared to coaches like us yes we've been studying individuals like that we probably even invested tens of thousands of dollars to actual coaches and i encourage you to give look at their credentials look where their consistency is at and that's where you align with if they're if you're a good fit you know sometimes people just jump and go to the big name and yeah you're going to study all their content like Prime example, Eric Thomas has like thousands on top of thousands different ones. I love the man. I can't wait to connect with him and, you know, be in his conferences and be next to him live. I will shadow him for a whole day if I can and stuff like that. But you're never going to get connected with him like how you can get connected with me and Lawrence. So um, look at what people's credentials are. If Lawrence been consistent for over a year or been consistent for six to eight months, that's a coach that you might want to consider if he if he's aligned with what you're going going through. You know, every coach doesn't need to be a celebrity name on it. And you there is no guarantee that you necessarily going to get the transformation that you seek to have by going connected with that coach. So that's one thing that I definitely want startup entrepreneurs and struggling um, business owners to know. You want to add on or. Yeah, I want to add on to that. You, you know, um, just to add on to what you just said, uh, think about it like this. You know, um, before Eric Thomas became Eric Thomas, right? Mm. He was always Eric Thomas, even when he started. So it's always like, so uh, what I tell people is get with me now. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, but when we grow up, when we when we explode, like literally, like because me and when Lawrence, my value go up, yeah, because when my value go up, mm-hmm. it is so. I'm I'm going to be the same person. I'm I'm gonna be giving you the same type of vibe, energy, you know, inspiration, information now while you can afford me. You mm. know, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I mean, to add on, that's a great point. Could I tell my clients that? And I tell anybody that I'm prospecting that's considered my coaching services. I tell them, I said, who do you want to be around during your starting stages if you could be coached by them? And I always think about Oprah, Jay-Z, and um, Damon John and Eric Thomas. I'm like, listen, hands down. I would have been probably, I mean, like literally like, I mean, how I hear about the stories when I listen to some of Eric Thomas, um, podcast and stuff like that I literally list like I'm like yo I wish I was around during that beginning stages because he would have probably took me under his wing and yeah. I would have went I would have like yep I would have been in that car worrying about if I can travel and stuff like that I would have been in that car doing this and everything and we the type of people like I mean I've helped one of my mentees like get his own car get a better paying job and now he like he ready to level up and be coached by me and want to be connected and stuff like that so seeing a transformation of you know somebody that you know didn't even know you he this man followed me on Facebook literally and he happened to be my hometown and seeing the transformation of how he could continue on to grow up and now he now he knows after a year and a half what entrepreneur in devour he wants to do on top of doing his actual academic that is mind-blowing within itself so you know literally like when people question your credibility as a startup entrepreneur as, a, as an upcoming entrepreneur you just got to just keep on going. And I encourage anybody starting up, keep on going and don't necessarily go with the bigs because just as well as the bigs, we, we taking the time out to study the bigs just as well. But you, if you, if you can't afford a hundred thousand, a thousand, you know, 200, you know, 2000, look at more reasonable people and look at their credibility and see if, you know, if you had to, if you, if we, if you need our backup credibility list of people that can validate who we are and how we, you know, I, one of the biggest things, things I say, how can you be a coach if you don't have a coach? Right. And I say that, I say that to everybody that, that's looking to coaching. If you're, if your coach doesn't have a coach, that means that they don't even care to master their craft. I'm going right. to tell you that right now. That means that they don't respect their craft. All it is, they don't respect having a mentor all they do is think about just themselves and those are the ones that's transaction over transformation. And I'm going to stand to that. And anybody want to basically contemplate, but that's what I'm saying. You know, you're not going to grow that far. Your business could be successful. You know, like I told a young man that is doing great with a, um, with a clothing line. And he's like, man, I wish I could do it full time. Get a millionaire coach in that, but in that clothing industry, then you won't have to work. Then you don't. Then you can basically get to that level. But if you only thinking about, okay, let me get the dollar. Let me get the dollar. You're missing something that's outside looking in of somebody that can scope in, get accountability. One of my clients recently told me she like, I didn't hire you for your coaching necessarily, even though you are a great person and a great coach. I hired you based off your capability and skills. One of my backgrounds is 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 engineering, so I can reverse. I still have that technique of reverse engineering. When if you want to do a launch date, okay break it down. Let's break it down to the end and organize it all. And then boom, you'll be launching, you know, literally like I want other coaches to be launching their stuff sooner than later. And it does come with a marketing strategy, but even course creators, it comes with a marketing strategy. But if you're not willing to do, do the necessary work, then I don't tell you. And coaching does work only if you do the work that's applied to you. Now, if the coach falls off and does it, yeah, you can say that's bad coaching, but if the coach is holding you accountable and then you come to the meeting session, 
and you don't got the work that's previously assigned, you ain't get gave them a progress report, you ain't prepared at all, that's your fault. Period. Mm. Yeah. Period. Right. Like it's it's really your fault. So um I know we went a little bit on ta- tangent, but we both I'm very, very motivated with coaching and I, I, I see the change. If you if you follow me a year or two years ago, it's because of my because of coaching. I'm gonna let you know that now. Um and the, there's power in coaching. So start up entrepreneurs, you can either coach with one of us, find somebody. That's what I gotta say. So um moving on. The next segment of this podcast is called Hashtag Shay Suggestions. So I know I've been talking a lot. So I asked Lawrence to come up with some pre-prepared questions. Mind you, I'm blindsided. So I don't know the I don't know the question, which I'm kind of kind of level for because as an entrepreneur, you're supposed to be prepared at all times. So shoot me your two questions. And then I got one final question from one of my actual listeners. And uh, yeah, let's go. All right, set. I got a two for one special. Here you go. You ready? What What are the limiting thoughts you have to put in check more mm-hmm. often? More often, and how in the world do we stay on a mission? Deal with that. Oh, limits of beliefs. Let me let me let me write this down. Uh, give me a second. Give me a second. Um, I'm not an expert. That's mm. one thing. Mm. Um, I am not enough. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you three. Cause I mean, I know I come up with a lot, but because we on a tangent with this time and I don't want to go too much. Um, I am not qualified. It's kind of similar to an expert. So all right, so overall, with my limited beliefs that I just mentioned, and I got any limited beliefs, one, I go back to my coach, I go back to my inner core, and then three, I either write it down, and then like um my um my counselor, matter of fact, she matter of fact came up with this um tactic that I should use. It's called um truth and lie, so or brain, and then another factor I would do would call brain dumping. So. T- Truths and lies, I will write down all the truths that I think about, that I know about myself, and then I will write down all the lies, and then that would check me. Then mm. second, the second thing I will do is brain dumping. So I will write down all my negative things, then rip it up or burn it. That's good. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, yep, Thank yep. <laughs> so what's my um other question? Other question is, who inspires you? Ooh. Uh, from a personal level or a celebrity? Celebrity. Mm. No, no, no. Personal level. Personal level. Just who who inspires you? Because I see this this phenomenal woman. So my, my I, 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 guess, is I mean she she don't listen to it. She don't listen to this. But um, I call her my G mom. Her name is Tracy Johnson. She's a principal to high school. She's known me since I was a little girl um she saw my upbringing you know like I'm not saying I had a bad childhood but you know during my adult during the end of my adolescent years to you know to beginning of my adult years 
she's, you know, definitely seen the change and then she's always just being around, you know, she's the type of person that I've been in church and she's been there and I've cried in her arms. Um, I prayed with her several times. We've had luncheons. Um, she's just somebody that really looks, I look up to as a strong black woman that is a, you know, a great phenomenal mother. Um, her daughter, her and her, her daughter and my, my birthday is literally two days apart. Um, you know, I'm just a few years older than her and, um, we definitely just know, like, she's not a replacement mom, but she's somebody there that gives me the wisdom and she, she don't play. I call her G instead of, I mean, she's definitely a guy mom. I consider her, um, she's one of my closest best friends, but, um, she a G because she grinds hard. She, she don't play. And she, she definitely, she, she's a woman of God. So that's why I call her G mom, whatever, and stuff like that. And I, if I could be an optimist, just a little glimpse of what the woman she is um, with her style, her sass, her caring of how she basically, you know, took care of her parents up until they passed away. And she still continues on flourishing as a woman. Um, the stuff, the adversity she's been through and from, you know, from her personal life and everything like that, that is really a humbling experience that, um i'm just drawn to inspires wow wow yeah yeah yep yeah that's powerful <laughs> so you know that huh oh she knows it she knows it she okay. knows it she knows man, it and it was, man, she, yeah. i make her tear up every time you know literally oh, like wow. you know i mean she's the top she's the top person i mean yes i have great friends like i could talk about yeah. some of my other friends and i do mention them in the in the upcoming book that i have whatever and stuff like that i'm gonna be eventually launching but um, she is that definitely that that person that I would definitely all, if I have a speech and everything, she's always gonna be that person, whether she's on this earth or not. Like she's always gonna be that person and everything like that. So, you know, there, you know, that's what it is. It's not not saying I had a bad upbringing or whatever, but if I had to say somebody that inspires me, that supports what I do, and really like no matter how many crazy ideas I've came up over the years, she's never just like oh what's the name she might check me on if it's like okay is this measurable is this doable are you really going to stick it out like she'll check me on that but anything that she sees my progress and she sees that I follow through she's 100% on board and stuff like that so I, I definitely um am thankful for that and it's a blessing to have so wow um, yeah yeah so thank you for those two questions now my audience this is actually a good friend of mine Mia I've known her for like over a year. We've been rocking. We was even actually in a coaching program. So once again, collaboration is key. And she says, this is a top, this is a question that I would like to um, know from me. And then I'm going to ask you the same question, Lawrence. Okay. What was the moment where you decided to go all in? So my answer is back in 2017, I started being intentional as an entrepreneur. And I said, you know what? I literally left off my, I didn't left off, but I put my two weeks in and I said, you know what? I'm going to start going reading. I'm going to start going ham. My aha book was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And once I got to that, once I got finished reading that book in May, I put my two weeks notice in, in the beginning of like around July-ish and I resigned from FedEx. And then I moved on and just started just basically testing the water with entrepreneurship. And um, I figured, I found out that um, I wasn't there. So I went back to FedEx. And but I went with more of an intentional mindset, and I'll be a, I'll be basically going more in sight on February twentieth 
on my actual first live workshop explaining um, how to learn as an entrepreneur, learn as an employee, but think like an entrepreneur. So I started basically, I went back with the intentions of going with FedEx as learning as an employee to fund my business so that I can be a full-time entrepreneur. And I believe that any entrepreneur that's working right now in an employee-based job, then you got to think of this concept. Either you're going to own the job, you're going to fire the, you're going to either own your boss, you're going to fire the, fire your boss, or you're going to partner up with your boss. Those are your three concepts that you, what you should be doing in an entrepreneurial world, any, any employee mind. There's nothing wrong with being an employee. If you love your job, then you should be thinking of ways to employ, be be partnering with your boss. And if you there's no key concept and you see there's no growth, it's like one of my dear friends as an entrepreneur says, I can work any job. It doesn't work if it doesn't matter if it's corporate, McDonald's, retail. I know my expiration date because the simple fact is I know my focus as an entrepreneur. So right now I am all in and I'm going speaking. I'm going higher with podcasts. This is episode six. Um, I got a virtual summit. Woman on the Mission is coming in March. Man on the Mission is coming in June. And um, I'm going hard. There's other things I'm coming up. I'm doing my first live workshop. I can go in because the simple fact is, it's the key concept of what Russell Brunson said. He said, if you stay consistent for a whole year, you will not have money problems. So um, my advice to you, Lawrence, before the end of this year, if you stay consistent and rock with me like how I'm rocking with you and stay motivated, you will not have money problems by the end of this 2021. It's all about your strategy, though. If you want to give up, like literally, there's some days I don't want to get, don't want to even get up. There's times like I got injured on, at my job two weeks ago, fell on some ice on, you know, on a porch, and I could have just basically got upset, stayed in my bed, wallows. But no, I took the time off from work and was working on my business, and that's so much of a blessing. Like I rushed to get off of work. Not to basically get out of work because I hate my job. I actually love my job. I actually have this whole new mindset that I can't wait to get off my job to go back and work on my business. So that's how I, I'm all in now because the simple fact is everything has come aligned with figuring out my clarity coach. And I had a clarity coach and then I got into the actual coach that I got now with business. And I got clarity with my four, with following the four M's. I got first checked my mindset. Then I got my message right. I got my... Now I got my, I'm monetizing in my business and that's going to, I'm thinking delayed gratification. And then the final thing is I'm actually truly building my mission with all the things that are coming to life. So that's how I'm going all in. And that's the moment, the moment that when I went, decided to go all in was literally, I was to, if I had to pinpoint, it would be when I went, when I came back to FedEx. Wow. Period. Well said. I should have went first. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nah, nah. You, got, you, you can close out. You can close out. You can close. Well, the <laughs> the first thing that comes from, comes to my mind is what caused me to go all in. The moment that caused me to go all in was actually the the pandemic. Mm. The beginning of the pandemic, I was furloughed. Um, but at the same time, I was overcoming depression. I was overcoming dealing with suicidal thoughts. And then when, when I, I overcame, I became so present to what my life is all about, which is to live the rest of my life, to honor my mother's legacy and to fulfill my purpose in life. That is my main mission. And that's when I decided to just dive right into it I launched my book. 
I, I, I push my family to do the same thing, to, to focus on just building their legacy now. And I just dove right into it. I got my LLC. I got the paperwork stuff done. Mm. I got the coaching. I've, I've created a couple products and I'm just trying to push it out and just push it out so that I can add value so that I can, can, uh, have wealth because I believe that me me having wealth meaning my bank account matching the wealth of my household the wealth of my marriage I believe that I was born for that to happen so so for that to happen I have to continue to to just stay focused on mm. just on on just like really uh, creating wealth, doing the things that I believe that I've been born to do, which is to push people forward, which was which is to encourage people. So I want to create wealth doing what I love to do, doing what I've been put on this earth to do, which is, you know, which is why I have the master class to help people help people find their purpose, which mm. is how my book of, of uh, inspirational poetry. These are poems that I believe God has given me that has helped me overcome a lot of things in life. Like I would go to these poems. Like I have a poem that helped me overcome the death of the death of my cousin, of my little cousin who was 17 year, years old. And I have poems that have helped me overcome the death of my mother. Mm. So these are not just poems that I just wrote and I'm putting no. These are poems that I believe that is going to push people forward. So, yeah. So I just decided to just dive right into it. Like, I literally have nothing else to lose. I've been through the darkest moment in my life. So I'm definitely not afraid of the process of becoming wealthy. Mm. And we're going to collaborate and continue on collaborating to make sure we, we hold each other accountable and making that happen. And yes, both of us being wealthy. Um, so to close out, thank you again for this time. Um, how can people get connected with you? And what 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 you was talking about master classes and books? Can you um you know show and if you have uh just show people and tell people how people can get connected with you and buy your items, your master class, and you know, get stay connected with you. Yes, go, uh, follow me on Instagram at lawrence wj inspires lawrence wj inspires that's l-a-w-r-e-n-c-e w-j inspires that is on instagram my link tree uh a website go there and you can have access to my book my motivational videos if you want to be inspired to my master class it's uh, connected there as well. And plus my website is on there as well. So that's how we can get connected. You can book me as well. I have a potential school that I will be speaking to mm. all the way in, in uh, Michigan. I will be doing a virtual, you know, speaking slash poetry, you know, a presentation for, for our students to give them hope. So, yeah. So if you uh, want to connect with me that way, follow me on Instagram. Click on the link and, and let's work. Oh, man. Oh, man. And yes, thank you again, Lawrence. I look forward to um, connecting with you. He actually 
has already announced that he will be one of the men in a mission that will be returning back. So um, look forward to that. You already know I'm going to be sending out details with me and my assistant. Um, Overall, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. This is actually my longest podcast episode thus far, but it was worth it. I was just empowered. I hope you were empowered. And I think we definitely added value and delivered to the audience today. Don't, Don't you think, Lawrence? Yes, 100%. No, 1,000%. <laughs> so in the conclusion of this podcast, if you want better, go on and get better. Go strive for greatness. And um, let's continue on building our mission overall. This is about mission and creating those valuable moments. That's why it's called Mission and Mementos Podcast. So everybody, thank you for tuning in to episode six. Continue on following and listening as this podcast grows. All right, God bless you guys, everybody, and stay tuned for our episode seven next week. You so dope. <laughs>